I have some exciting news for you. I've been working hard to create something just for you and it's officially live. It's a free quiz to help you determine your personal path to stop binge eating. That means by just taking two minutes to complete this quiz, you'll discover my three proven approaches for ending the vicious binge guilt cycle. And you'll find out which approach you should take based on your binge eating personality, which I call the food zombie. Not only will you find out what path is best for you, I'll even give you a step-by-step -step framework for bringing binge eating to an end. So head on over to wholesomelifestyleproject.com work with me quiz right now to find out your next steps to feel in control of food and feel good about your body. I mean it. Go and take the quiz right now. Don't wait one more second. So head on over to wholesomelifestyleproject.com work with me quiz. It's waiting for you to take your first step. I cannot wait to see how this will shift your relationship with food. So wholesomelifestyleproject.com, work with me, quiz, to get started in building body confidence and feeling credible in your own skin. Let's get into this episode. Welcome to Beyond Overeating by Wholesome Lifestyle Project, the overeating podcast, where I'll be showing up weekly to share with you what I've learned during my binge eating recovery, helpful tools such as yoga, mindfulness, and energy medicine. My name is Stell, and my purpose is to inform and ed educate so that you can fast track your recovery in healing your relationship with food and finally trust yourself around the peanut butter jar. Join me as I share top tips, my struggles and triumphs to help inspire or just entertain. Remember, there's nothing wrong with you if you can't stop overeating. That's why I'm here to guide you along the way. Welcome back to Beyond Overeating podcast by Wholesome Lifestyle Projects. My loves, I'm so excited to be back here. If you're watching this episode on YouTube, you'll notice I have a brand new background in my new office. And um, if you listen to the previous episode, you might have noticed that I was kind of still very clogged up with the flu this week, feeling so, so much better and just excited and almost having a new lease on life. So exciting things have been happening uh, for me in the past few months. If you've been listening, you might have heard that uh, we just released the brand new book called Reclaim Your Inner Goddess. Uh, which is just super exciting. It's a journey through the chakras. And my contribution to this book is really about uh, creating a connection with your body. And second to that, I have also uh, recently um, received my copies of the World of Energy Healing book, which uh, I was approached in January um, I think the second week of January, I was approached by the Energy Healing Magazine and they asked me if I would contribute to their uh, latest anthology. And I said, absolutely, I'd love to. And I really wanted to share 
a journey about how you can heal your relationship with food using yoga and energy medicine. And she's like, absolutely, we would love that. She's like, can you have your submission by the 30th of January? <laughs> so I literally wrote my contribution, I think about 6,000 words in uh, the small space of, <laughs> I think it was a week and a half I had to finish it off. But it, um, it was, um, I, I made it work and it happened and I'm so super excited. It's called The World of Energy Healing. Uh, so you're welcome to go and look on um, into a copy of that. If you can't find it, let me know and I will make sure that you get that. Um, also still on sale on Amazon is my wholesome um, food and mood journal. And I have some exciting um, a new journal that I'm working on. I won't be spilling the beans yet about what that's all about, but I am super excited about that one. I think you guys will absolutely love it. So um, you're welcome to reach out and um, look in the show notes. I will pop the links for these books um, as resources for you. Um, and, you know, I think it's just such a, a beautiful way for you to just kind of get started in having a better relationship with your body especially so um so that's been happening all my like uh, my book world I was asked to um I was actually invited to um or entered into awards which um was pretty interesting I was just nominated randomly someone um nominated me so I've been kind of frantically working on getting my awards, um, you know, details ready for them. They wanted to know who I am and who I serve. And, you know, so that's been a beautiful process just to kind of reminisce about the podcasts I've been on, um, the awards I've previously won. Um, but also the best thing uh, it's brought to me is you know, the most amazing woman I've helped have a better relationship with food and their bodies um, and just amazing how um, my coaching journey as a coach has developed over the um, over the last three years. Um, you know, I've helped over 150 women and over 500 hours of coaching coaching hours um, under my belt, and I just feel super excited to be here to help you along your journey um, and also give you guidance that is step-by-step, -step, easy to understand, and also something that you can implement in your life um, at any time. So um, I think that's almost all the news I wanted to share. Um, oh, the other thing that's super, super exciting for me is... Um, I have this beautiful um, shed in my new house and we are taking part of that shed and turning it into a yoga center and healing center, which is pretty exciting. It's one of those um, DIY projects where I'm taking before photos, I've put them on TikTok and YouTube, and I will be sharing uh, the progress of this studio as it unfolds. So super, super exciting. So if you're on my socials, please look out for those um, updates every now and then uh, because I'm super excited about it. Uh, most of my clients are 
on, online because most of my clients are international. They're from the US or the UK, New Zealand, um, Germany, South Africa, um, or even when they're based in Australia, most of them are either in a different state. Australia is actually really, really massive. So we really, really scattered all over the country. Um, so mo like I've actually never had an in-person client because of the distance and also obviously COVID and everything else. But I'm an energy healer and a yoga teacher. So um, in-person stuff is what I'm good at as well and I'm excited to bring that back and to bring on some hands-on healing to the world and to other people as well um, if, if you can hear Kaiser in the background it's because we have a brand new window and it's 4 p.m in the afternoon people are walking home from school they're walking home or they're walking their dogs and he is just like what are you guys doing here? This is my house. Please, can you not walk past my window? <laughs> so please excuse the barking. Um, amazing. All right. So let's get into this episode. I know that was a lot of information, um, but today I wanted to talk about um, that we we still part in uh, part in part in the in the check for series. And today we'll be talking about the third eye. The third eye is our intuitive center. It uh, kind of sits just in between the, the eyebrows and it is kind of known as our seat of intuition and also that window to our soul and our spirituality. And today I wanted to really talk about how we can create an imbalance in the third eye and how, um, you know, if, if you are kind of in a spiritual uh, journey, um, you might find that it's really difficult to actually connect with the third eye or with your intuition because of, um, you know, the relationship with food or the relationship with body can really disrupt um, that more spiritual journey and spiritual path. Um, and, you know, that's why mostly when I, my program is designed to first work with um, a lot of principles that sorts out the, the you know, the base um, chakras, which is your root chakra, your sacral chakra and uh, solar plexus, because those are the chakras that help us feel safe. They help us to feel confident in who we are. And it also helps us to kind of just feel comfortable in our own skin and usually it's only when we kind of develop those areas where we can actually start thinking about and feeling comfortable in that spiritual journey so let's get into the third eye chakra um, if you are new to this um, episode today um, I have been talking about the chakras and how they influence disordered eating or eating disorders or your relationship with food and body um, from episode 69. So you're welcome to go back to that. That was the introduction. And since then, we have been taking a chakra a week and working through um, each of these. So hopefully you can go back and binge listen, <laughs> excuse the pun, to those episodes and then come back to this one if you're feeling a little bit lost. Um, but let's get, let's get into it. So 
An unbalanced third eye can lead to impulsive eating, overeating, um, or binge eating, obviously, and most importantly, I think a lack of body trust. Um, and the reason for that is if you can't trust your in intuition, mostly you will not be able to trust your own body either, you know, that because there's no trust in your gut, there's no, usually no trust in the body itself, um, which means you can't listen to your body, you can't listen and hear your hunger and fullness. Um, and also, you know, if you've tried to eat intuitively, you know, it might not necessarily work if you can't really trust what your body has to tell you. And um, because you're in a space of, you know, probably overbearing food rules and those kind of those type of things, which will the logic of those food rules will override um, your, your signals and signs from your body. Okay, so um, I have done a few episodes on food rules. Uh, if you want to go and listen to those as well, just do a gentle search in the, the episode library. I can't quite remember which episode that was, but uh, make sure to go and have a look at that. Okay, so the third eye chakra can become blocked when we have um, obsessive food thoughts, um, paranoia about weight gain, um, when we disassociate ourselves from others because of body shame, um, or when we rely on others or for validation or external validation, 100%. When we lean on external validation, we kind of don't rely on ourselves. It comes back to that trust issue. And our third eye, really, we need to have a real kind of trust in ourselves in order for us to trust our higher self and our intuition and that, that inner guide, right? So <clears throat> as mentioned before, chakras can be underactive or they can be overactive. And when I do pranic healing, I will kind of scan the energy centers, notice where the chakra is, um, and we can actually work in either um, bulking up or balancing that chakra so that it feels more balanced so it's more uh, in a balanced state or we need to take some of that energy away so when this chakra is underactive there is an um, the inability to actually plan or set set goals and especially food freedom goals because again you don't trust yourself right you look for external validation um, everywhere and unfortunately the external validation out there when it comes to us wanting to have a better relationship with food is the wrong information because it's the eat less run more propaganda that we kind of see every single day right so um we might also have narrow-minded food rules. Uh, again, you know, this is where we have those, you know, sugar is evil. This is bad. This is good. I'm being so good today for eating. I'm being so bad today. We give our power away when we attach labels to food. And especially if we actually adopt that label as our personality, which is saying I'm eating bad a food that is perceived as bad because a food rule says so, and I'm saying this in inverted commas, 
But then we're not saying I'm eating bad food. We usually say I am being bad. I shouldn't eat this. So we take on that rule for ourselves as if that is our personality. Hopefully that makes sense. <laughs> um, it's, we can also have an underactive third eye chakra when we can't really see a life without disordered eating or with food and body issues. So you might think um, you, you might not resonate with the word disordered eating, um, but if you feel like you are out of control with food, you might be thinking of food all the time, you might feel like you can't trust yourself with food, there might be a sense um, of just being on a roller coaster, being I'm going to put it in inverted commas again, being good for a while and then losing the plot, self-sabotage queen. Um, I've been there. I was, I think, the number one self-sabotage queen at one point. So, um, yeah. So, and when I was in that cycle, I could not see a life without the struggle. So that will indicate an underactive um, third eye chakra. All right. So, when the third eye is overactive, you might be completely paranoid about gaining just even the smallest amount of weights or going up a size. Um, you might uh, actually black out during binge eating or purging. Um, the third eye, um, an overactive third eye is known for um, losing consciousness or hallucinations and those kind of things. So um, it might also show a difficulty in concentrating on anything else but your uh, food thoughts. Um, so that's usually indications that your chakra is overactive. So that is just some guides for you to kind of gauge whether you need to be doing some work on your third eye. Um, all right, so now we create an imbalance in the third eye by not trusting our body's intuition. So ignoring your hunger, ignoring your fullness, ignoring cues, you know, um, our bodies will tell us what we need, um, ignoring our sleep, our cues, um, all those things it can create an imbalance in the third eye. Um, when we allow those obsessive um, food for, thoughts to continue, um, and also when we completely have obsessive thoughts about our weight and our body and how to make up for food and how to make up for the weight gain and all those kind of things, this will all create an imbalance in the third eye. Um, a big one here is when you actually disassociate yourself from others where you actually don't go out, you um, hide yourself, you miss out on occasions, you miss out on going to the beach because of fear of what others might um, think about what you look like. Um, lastly, um, if you are really making up for um, overeating, binge eating with excessive physical exercise, this can create an imbalance. The third eye really likes movement because it's um, the third eye is in charge of most of our hormonal systems in the body. Um, so we need a lot of blood flow to, to stimulate the, those hormones. Um, and it can also become 
imbalanced if we avoid physical activity. So a lot of us, because we've been on the eat less, run more principle um, for many, many years, we actually see exercise as punishment or the only reason to exercise is for weight loss. Uh, so usually um, when we feel like uh, it hasn't worked, we actually avoid exercise in and um, and that can you know create so many issues for our bodies. Our bodies need that blood flow, that movement, the cardio benefits. Um, but also, you know, there there has to be balance when it comes to exercise as well. You know, so that's why I always talk about mindful movement. Listen to your body and understand what your body needs in the moment, and go and do that, you know, like don't have rigid plans, don't overexercise, um, you know, you don't have to do 10,000 steps a day. Like, honestly, um, you know, there's so much guilt in people not doing their 10,000 steps. And I'm like, well, do you enjoy walking? And they're like, no. And a friend of mine, he's a personal trainer. And he actually said that a lot of people, because when they want to start their fitness journey, they've been unfit for many years, they've been stagnant, maybe they have a lot of joint issues. Uh, walking is actually one of uh, the worst things you can do for yourself in that specific moment. And I've actually teamed up with this personal trainer. He's been helping me with my clients. So if they have been quite stagnant in their, their movement, he helps them to get into a movement regime that suits their body and is that is safe. So we need to make sure that we actually ask a professional if you want to start being healthy and you want to add exercise in and it's not something that you have had in. Don't just follow the eat rest, less, run more, slash you need to do 10,000 steps a day, slash, you know, those kind of things. Go and see someone that can support you and make sure that your body is supported through that transition of making your way back into movement. All right. So the third eye chakra is all about using your intuition. And the only way we can use our intuition is to trust ourselves and to listen to the intuition. The more we ignore that, the less we will know and feel the intuition itself. So we need to use our intuition when it comes to food and our body. And it's super easy to do, you know, um, I often just ask my body what it wants for when it comes to food and, you know, for example, for breakfast and some of you who's been listening to this podcast for many years, I might've used this example quite a few times. Um, if I haven't prepared anything for breakfast, I'll ask my body, what would you like? Would you like eggs, toast or smoothie? And then my body would kind of have like a, almost like a, like a little butterfly in my stomach or um, just a nice little um, tickle in my throat to the option that my body wants that day same with movements we can actually ask well do you want to run today do you want to do yoga um or did you want to lift some weights so i'm not saying you need to do any of those things those are my things that i do <laughs> so mostly i actually ask my body on an intuitive level what do you want to do today and that is what we end up doing all right so you can help your um, third eye by moving more, as we mentioned, um, bringing in more physical contact with other people, other human beings in your life. And I know this is a, like a challenge for a lot of you. Trust me that people who love you do not care what you look like. And the day you die, 
people are not going to say, well, you know, so-and-so was such a lovely person. She weighed X amount of kilos on her deathbed. Well done. Like, no, that's not what they talk about. Your weight will not be mentioned in the eulogy. It will not be mentioned at the chats afterwards. When you are remembered years after your passing, no one's going to go, oh my gosh, Stell was such an amazing person. She was an X size X genes and she was just fabulous. No, <laughs> that is not what people remember. So why do we put so much so much weight into um, what we weigh and what we wear. All right. So go and spend time with people you love and do amazing activities and stuff that you love in the body that you have. Don't wait for one day when I have this or one day when I have that. Unfortunately, that one day you are, you know, if you stay in that sense of judgment, that one day is going to come and your body might be different. And then you're going to go, well, actually, I should have done that 10 years ago because my because of the way my body was then, because I was more fit or because I had less joint pain or whatever the case is. So don't stall things. Don't, you know hold on to life in case your body changes somewhere along the line embrace life and just be in an amazing space all right um amazing things that can support you as well mindfulness practices such as meditation and obviously uh, mindful eating is also a form of uh, mindfulness which will really really just stimulate the pituitary gland and the the um our meditative state which will kind of help to bring some balance back into your third eye but here are a few tips that you can do um, to heal your relationship with food and body um, through the third eye chakra so the first thing is intuitive eating. So let go of your food rules, let go of the clock and start listening to your body. And um, just so by the way, like my um, binge free blueprints, which I base all my programs on, follows the principles of intuitive eating. So we normally go into intuitive eating principles as some of the tools that you'll learn through the food freedom program, through the rewire your overeating brain program. Um, it's just part of the journey because it is just such a more nourishing way for you to actually um, be in a relationship with food, if that makes sense. All right, go and connect with friends and family. Do mindful meditations, even if you can just do two minutes um, I have some beautiful resources and meditation apps. Um, I will pop those into the resources pages. Um, and there is some exciting announcements coming up with regards to um, a platform where I have been asked to become an emotional eating expert and health coach, um, which I will be sharing with you as well. You're welcome to go and join that. Um, we also need to make sure that we start becoming more mindful with our eating, you know, sit with your food, enjoy it, bring in a sensory experience. And that will just really help you um, heal your relationship with food, first of all, and also um, 
help to open up your third eye energy as well. So I know mindful eating, you know, it sounds like such an airy fairy thing. Um, and that's why I have quite a few tools around mindful eating for my clients, because it is just such a valuable um, resource and free tool really to have um, once you get the hang of, of what it is. Um, two other things here, learn to trust your body learn to understand your body, learn to feel safe in your body. And uh, that's going to be super helpful. Um, the, the tips I've given in the previous episodes in the root chakra, your um, sacral chakra, um, heart chakra, as well as the solar plexus, we mostly talked about how to feel safe in the body and how to um, just feel confident in your own skin, which will help you then evolve into more of a spiritual person if that is what you choose um and last but not least and i've left this one for the last throw out the scale and let go of your weight obsession and i mean it's like honestly like stop getting on the scale stop focusing on the weight on it because that is what is keeping you stuck and you know, when I stopped weighing myself and when I stopped obsessing over numbers and measurements and all those things, my relationship with food and my body improved so much. That is when I started having the confidence to talk on a podcast about my own journey. I'm not saying you have to do that, but I am a person, if you met me a few years ago, five years ago, you would have said that I'm the shyest person in the room and it was probably true. And it was because my confidence was really, really low. And I'm not saying I'm 100% out there. I'm not saying that um, I, you know, I'm extremely charismatic now. No, I'm still quite, you know, shy in certain instances, but I do kind of like to speak up and I love to speak up about things that I'm passionate about in podcasts, in TV interviews, in um, social media interviews, on YouTube. I'm here talking to you on YouTube if you're watching the, the video. Um, so this is all stuff that I've always said when I was younger that I would just never do. Like I would never do this kind of stuff. And here I am because of the work that I did with my relationship with food and body got me to follow my dreams in helping other women. And yeah, it's just amazing what you can do when you start just rewiring your thinking and your brain around these types of things. So um, I'd love for you to just reach out if you need help, if you're not sure about the chakras. I know it's kind of a foreign talk that, um, you know, foreign journey I'm, I might be taking some of you on. So please reach out and ask questions if you want to hear more about these. Also, send me a message. Um, and also, by the way, um, my Food Freedom Program will help you to build um, a healthy relationship with food. I take you on a journey step by step. You don't have to do anything work. You just have to take the steps that I put together 
I combine it with some accountability. My clients can message me any time of the day and I will support them. And then also you have the support of someone who has been through that journey, who has felt all the pain and the humiliation and body shame and food obsessions and all those things. And I 100% understand those feelings and thoughts. So to have someone like that in your corner is just such a beautiful, beautiful thing to have. I would not have been here today if it wasn't for my coach who actually helped me heal. And then she encouraged me. She's like, Stell, you have so many beautiful gifts. Why don't you use some of your gifts like my chakra knowledge um, to help the people in your life? and the people around you and that is kind of what I've done and that's why I now especially talk about chakra work and yoga and those kind of things as part of a food freedom journey because we're all holistic people we're not just body we're not just mind we are energetic we are spiritual we are emotional we are thought and we need to look after all those layers if we really want to make significant change in our relationship with food and body. So my loves, thank you so much for sharing this beautiful chakra journey with me. So next week will be the last, last episode in this series. I'm excited to share that with you. Let me know if you have any questions uh, but otherwise, I will see you back here next week for the next episode of the Beyond Overeating podcast. Have a beautiful day, my loves. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me today. And don't forget to share this with all your friends. You can do this by adding this to your Instagram story and tagging me at Wholesome Lifestyle Project or by simply telling them about it. If you could rate and review on whatever platform you are listening, this will go a long way in helping me get this podcast out there so that I can share my message and help as many women out there struggling with food issues as I can. Don't forget, you can follow me on Instagram on Wholesome Lifestyle Project or connect with me on LinkedIn. My name is Estelle Heath, and that's where you'll find me on LinkedIn. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.